This is Andy Lopez. I am better known as the Invisible Gardener. How are we all doing today? So I want to fill you in on what I'm doing. Let me see if I can work, make this work. There you go. Look at that. Oh boy. There you go. I set up just a little off. But more over this way. Uh, hmm. There you go. Oh, oh, down. Oh, there I am. Oh, where you go? Such a handsome guy. Gotta straighten this out of here. Get the cameraman. What's wrong with these people? <laughs> All right, I gotta move this. No, it's not working. How about this? Okay, get it together, folks. There you go. There you go. All right. Hi, everybody. This is Andy. You all know me as the Invisible Gardener. I'm doing every all kinds of things here today. Um, so I want to tell you about um, Eagle Cat. Yes, his name is Andy. Very nice guy. Got to meet him. He is going to be doing our current environmental alert. He's also going to be reading my articles. I do a new article every week. Okay. Uh, Let's see. So we also have uh, Andy, the equal dog. Yes, they're both named Andy, but I'm not prejudiced to that name, but that's the name. And he will be talking about some issues uh, that have to do with climate change. Um, he's going to be talking about nuclear power and also about... Um, Let's see, there was something else here, but I can't read his writing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, anyway, so he'll be on the environmental alert, and you're going to be hearing from him. Plus, I leave it up to them, whatever they want to do. And then we have um, Aunt May. Nice old lady. She decides she wants to get in on this. I'm not sure what she's going to be talking about. Uh, but I think she wants to start off talking to you about genetically engineered organisms, or as you folks like to call them, GMOs. And then, of course, uh, we have one more person. I'm not sure if we have a, a name for him or not yet. He'll let us know what his name is. And uh, he's going to be traveling the world and telling us about what he runs into and how they're connected with climate change and what's wrong and what's right. And then there's me. Now I will be your host. Occasionally you will see me. Most of the time you may not see me. <laughs> Nevertheless, I'm right here. Now if you have any questions, this is where we're going to answer them for you. I also be talking to you about my contest because we have a contest every month. I have some new t-shirts that say don't panic it's organic and then we're actually going to get eco cat eco dog t-shirts and maybe one of me too. Look at my face. Isn't that handsome? Isn't that handsome? Look at this. Look at this nose. Mm, watch this. Try to whistle. I can't whistle. Nope, can't whistle. Oh well. So I'm hoping this works. I'm not sure.
but uh, welcome to my my radio show. Uh, this is the uh, the third uh, show I'm doing in a uh, video format, and I have a, about a billion videos, a bunch of stuff everywhere. I'm I'm really good at growing stuff. I'm not really super good at creating videos or doing the editing or artwork. I mean, I do some other type of artwork, but not. So uh, I'm hoping that this works. And so uh, this is all new to me. Um, it'll just get better. So I run a club called Visible Gardeners of America. I used to, oh, actually it's called Invisible Gardeners of America. I call it Club ID for Club Invisible Gardener. Uh, I have a website, invisiblegardener.com. It's for members, uh, also for the general public. Uh, membership is actually free for now. I'm doing the special for the, uh, the virus, helping people to grow their own food. So the, invisiblegardener.com. And I'm also setting up a uh, workshop coming up soon. Uh, the only cost of the workshop, interestingly enough, is going to be the book. You buy the book because the book is what we're going to be going through in the workshop. So that's invisiblegardener.com. Uh, if you uh, sign up, you get the newsletter. I'll send you a newsletter. We'll tell you about the workshop, how to get into the workshop. I'm going to be starting the workshop probably uh, either next month, as soon as next month. So I just have to uh, sit down, go through the whole design phase, and figure out the best way to uh, to do the workshop, okay? And so then uh, these these uh, these shows here, the Saturday shows, have always been my way to talk to the general public. Uh, it's always been my way to... Uh, one of the problems with doing this full screen thing is I can't really see uh, the engineer if there's somebody there. So he's just going to have to cut in and tell, talk to me over my earphones if you're listening, Mr. Engineer. Because <laughs> I have it on full screen. If he's typing a chat to me, I'm not going to be able to see a thing unless I, I really need two monitors so I can see what's going on in the other other realm. Um, but uh, 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 the the video is basically about the the club that I run you know, for people that have their organic hotline. So I, I normally do phone consultations, $100 an hour for three to members. That's, I call that the organic hotline. And uh, I, have con- uh, I have customers in the local area, but I consider you my customer too. If you're uh, out there trying to grow your own food, if you want to, uh, you know, survive, you have to basically uh, have some help. So that's what I'm here for. Uh, and I'm trying to do this to a little bit this way to see if this works, because you can, uh, if you're not doing the video aspect of it, by the way, if you have an iPhone, you can also get uh, Zoom on your iPhone. You can see the video uh, uh, aspect of it, because that's the best part, I think, uh, besides listening to me is actually looking at all the, the, what I have up on the screen. I'm going to just make sure that this is okay. Uh, Let's see, was uh, that okay? I can't really. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's me. <laughs> well, here, here we are again at the farm. I love it out here, you know. Today I'm going to talk to you about, uh, again, the continuing story of rock dust. So I've gotten a lot of emails from how to do your own organic fertilizer. Everybody loves it. A few questions I didn't follow through and say, okay, you blend some of this and blend some of that together. I kind of figured it would be obvious, you know, because you basically you blend it all together. <laughs> and you give everybody a little bit. And it's the same thing with the rock dust. Right here I have five different types of rock dust. This actually, around the world, it could be hundreds because they're from certain places, you know. There's, there's this stuff that's from Colorado. 
You see, and there's this stuff from, let's see, where is this stuff? Ozarks. Okay, and this stuff over here is from um, Minnesota. <laughs> and so, and this stuff right over here is from Southern California. And this stuff over here is a blend of different things from around the So I like to guess, the point is, these things are rich in different minerals and deficient in other minerals. And so when you blend together, you get a nice blend of, of minerals. So that's why you do the rock dust. So I'm going to go and cover some of these different ones that we have here for you and tell you a little bit about them, okay? So we'll look at that one first over there, Jeff. <laughs> okay, so today we're at the farm again, and I'm going to continue my talks about rock dust. You know, in the uh, all the things that are going on in the news now, you heard about the, it's called the ambrosia beetle. It's a beetle that's attacking killing trees left and right. Over 250 species attacks. And then you know about the citrus canker disease and all these different things are going on and they all say incurable but here's the cure here's the answer because if you avoid the problem in the first place you're not going to get it so that's why I talk a lot about rock dust because all these plants are having a trace mineral deficiency that's what rock dust is all about but rock dust by itself ain't going to do you nothing you want to get the rock dust and the bacteria together so that's why I also talk about compost but today we're going to talk about rock dust and I got five different types of rock dust and another batch is a mixture of rock dust because you know, rock dust comes from the different places that they're mined. We have some that comes from Colorado, uh, the Ozark Mountains, Minnesota. This comes from Southern California. I have personally ordered rock dust from Africa just to see what it's like. Look, there's an eagle. <laughs> Jeff, you just missed an eagle. Big, big eagle. You may have to do that again. Giant eagle. Oh, there he is. Look, there he is. He's coming around. See him? There, there. See him? There he goes. See him? Yeah, there he goes. Now he's going to go on the open in a moment. There you go. See him? He's coming back over here again. No, he's not. He was watching you, Jeff. No, you found the eagle? It'd be cool if you could follow, figure out where the eagle went off to. Oh, there he is. Yeah. Are we taping? Go for it. Okay, right. So today we're talking about rock dust. And, you know, I talk a lot about rock dust all the time because it's minerals. Trace minerals is all about this is a natural way. Actually, it's not natural. It's, it's, it, actually, excuse me, it is natural. It's not organic. When I talk about when I do things natural and organic, rock dust are rocks. <laughs> they're, not, they're not organic. They're natural. Is there an eagle coming after me? It's good enough for now. For those of you without videos, yeah. basically they're showing the different types of rock dust. We're looking at them now. Oh, <laughs> nice to stick your finger in there, and they're good for. No, this is called azomite. Comes from Colorado. It's, it's a very well-known source of rock dust. You can see this particular one is pelletized. They also sell in a really fine version, 
I like the pelletize because it's really easy to use and it does break down fast, but the fine does become available very fast. This is rich in a variety of trace minerals from calcium, iron, magnesium, and it's a, it's a very nice, uh, even blend. It's not very rich in one thing or, or another, but it has all, almost all the exotics. Okay, so that's just called azovite, pelletized, really nice. You can see all the different types of rock dust in here. That I means it's the same rock dust, but different types of uh, material that they use in there. See, very nice, okay? So this stuff here is called calphosphorus, phosphor. It's called calphos, because it's calcium and phosphorus. The main thing is that it has is 20% phosphate for your phosphorus. And you see it comes in a pelletized form as well as in a little ready, already ground up fine form. Very, very important. This is more important than almost any of the other minerals. So that's why I get it this way. And yes, it's a, it's a naturally occurring mineral. Okay, next, another one. Totally different looking. It comes from the mountains of Ozark Mountains. Really rich in all the iron and calcium. It's, it's, uh, well, it's 1% calcium. It has 9% magnesium. That's what I like about it. This is like a really natural source of magnesium. Okay, there it is, very dusty. <coughs> okay, now. So this one is from Southern California. One of my favorites. This is 30% calcium, neutral pH. All these other pHs, one of the reasons why they do them in pelletized is because they're way too high. The powder since people burn stuff. So they make it pelletized. It blocks the pH that's so high. It makes it easier to use. But this stuff is neutral pH. You can't burn it if you want to. 30% calcium. And you know where it comes from? It's it comes from underneath the ground. In, in Southern California, they have a hot mud bath place. You go there, you soak yourself in this hot bubbling mud. That's what this is. Rich, 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 rich. Very, very nice. He doesn't make it in pelletized form, but this is the way it is. Very, very fine to be used, instantly available. Calcium is the other thing that's very, very important for plants. So that's, that's four types of rock dust right there, and there's one more type I want to show you. So this one here is actually a blend of about 10 different types of rock dust. This is my uh, Miserable Gardener special rock dust blend, available on my website. Stop by today. <laughs> I try to do I try to do a sales pitch, but this is what I do: is I blend the rock dust. Not only does it have rock dust in it, but I remember I said you have to have the bacteria, so I put the bacteria in with two, all different types of bacteria, whether it's powder or soluble form, fomento and mycorrhiza, all the good stuff, right in here. See, and then this stuff here, you add it to the soil, and you can also, uh, any of these rock dust should be added to the soil, but you can also add a little bit to the liquid, make a rock dust tea out of it. Put, basically, put it in a cup in a pantyhose, tie it up in a ball, let it sit in one of these, these are about, uh, what, five gallons of water, let it sit in there, and, then, and squeeze it a little bit, and within a day, you have this nice little milky substance, liquid, and that's what you spray. That's how you get the rock dust onto the plants, and because it's, uh, it's also like a, um, Rock dust is also a form of uh, um, diatomaceous earth in it. It has diatomaceous earth in it, which is a natural uh, plant deterrent. So when you spray, it leaves a film coating. It will kill the beneficials if you spray anything, but the ideal way to do it is to apply it to the soil, add it to the compost, add rock dust to the compost as you go, and you have a wonderfully uh, healthy plant. It won't be attacked by all these various different diseases because all, all the diseases, they rely on having the plant having a low brick level 
And I talk about bricks being a, a measurement of sugar, but it's also a measurement of how much minerals, it's also a measurement of how much, cal how much, uh, how much uh, sugar, of course, is the sugar le level, and how much carbohydrates. It just happens that the higher the, the bricks, the higher the carbohydrates. Insects don't, don't like carbohydrates. Okay, that's it. Actually, uh, wait, how do we stop this? <laughs> oh, there you go, stop. Actually, uh, I have to uh, correct myself there because I, I did that, you know, I'm just ad-libbing it. Sometimes it's better to, to think it through what you're going to do. But the, the truth is the, the higher the BRICS level, the higher a certain type of carbohydrates. There are two types of carbohydrates, okay? There's complex and simple. And this is the key to it. That's the key to everything. It's actually the secret. And and that, and I guess it's not a secret anymore because I just told you. But see the so if you have um, lower bricks level, it usually translates to having lower carbo uh, lower uh, minerals. Okay. And so w what happens is is that the but because you have the lower minerals, you have a high carbohydrates, high simple carbohydrates. So. It's like the reverse. So the lower mineral levels you have, the plant has, the higher simple carbohydrates the plant will be. And it'd be a perfect food for the insects and also for the diseases, high, car high simple carbohydrates. But the higher the minerals, which is also the same as the higher, the higher bricks level means the higher mineral levels, it also translates to a certain uh, high carbohydrates, which is complex, complex carbohydrates. So the higher the mineral level, which is also equivalent to the high bricks level, you will also get a high level of complex carbohydrates. Complex carbohydrates cannot, insects cannot digest complex carbohydrates. And this is something that I think I discovered. You're not going to find too many other people telling you that. But that is the secret right there of how in nature everything has evolved in a certain really cool way to to because uh, you know they don't have a refractometer, right? <laughs> right. Anyway, so this is a video here is about the tree vents that I just I put together a long time ago. It's a way to uh, provide nutrients to the to the roots to encourage this, the mycorrhiza to grow in the root system. And the uh, the clay drain pipes are also happen to be paramagnetic, so I use a clay a four inch clay drain pipe which we put into the ground. And they usually go underneath the trees, like on tree vents, but they actually turn out to be really cool microorganism uh, colony sites. Because what I do in there is I, I would put in the soil my rock dust blend along with a live compost, along with a variety of other microorganisms, provide for it a little bit of water, and the mycelium would start to grow. That's the mycelium growing on the bark. And so, the, so I basically provide a place for the mycelium to survive in. And as the mycelium survives underneath the tree, so will the trees and so will the whole environment. This is just a picture of the different types of rock dust that I blend together. And of course, there are different sources of microbes available that you can buy. I make my own source, which is called super seaweed, but there are plenty on, this, on, this, on the market now that you can get many types of micro activators. Uh, my product is called a microbiological activator. That is exactly what it says. So it, uh, it actually activates the, the microbiology. 
and it, it gets poured into the tree beds or sprayed, because normally in nature it's found everywhere. In, in, in a rainforest, it's on the leaves, it's in the air, the microbes are everywhere, okay? And um, uh, this particular video they're showing to you is what I do to, to help trees come back by putting the a mixture into the tree vents. And eventually it encourages the tree root system to grow. And at the same time, depending upon what you put in the tree vents, whether you can use it to control pests or not. So I've developed a very simple solution of uh, uh, putting uh, garlic into the tree vents, which gets absorbed by the trees, and nothing will eat the, the tree. That's a very simple, uh, garlic is a systemic. And I've also learned to uh, to add uh, coffee grinds all around the tree because one of the issues with the, the with the soil is the pH. Actually, the issue of the tree is the pH of the soil. And so, certain, uh, around, uh, for example, here in California, the pH is way too high. It's very alkaline, and a lot of these trees prefer, or the microbes specifically prefer, to live in a slightly acid pH environment. So, uh, so what I do the coffee grinds will bring the start to bring the pH down over a period of time. Uh, the it, it, that's one reason why I also recommend that you use a, an azalea gardenia mix, which is an acid mix to help the soil acidify more. Um, it, it's it's uh, it, it, the fact that the bacteria live in that space is in that pH level should tell you something because the bacteria is what provides the nutrients for the trees. The way I have I have worked it out is I do a variety of foliar sprayings on the trees, on the, through the leaves, because I've discovered a long time ago, they eat right through the leaves, they eat right through the bark system, right? And at the same time, start doing something for the soil, because the soil eventually has to be brought back to life. This is a video of a tree that uh, was mis wasn't taken care of for a while. Uh, you should see it now, but it, it eventually did come back but because it takes a long time for the soils to come back. I use a garden filter to filter out the water of the city water because the city water has chemicals in it to kill the microbes, and the microbes is what I'm trying to establish. See, see what I'm saying, right? So I've learned to use uh, various different types of... I've gone through various different types of garden filters. Uh, uh, you know, there's so many different ones on the market, so I just tend to check them out. Uh, this is the one I'm, I'm using now. It's called uh, Garden Grow. Uh, but I also have uh, uh, currently two other uh, garden filters just to see what they're like. The health of the tree depends on the health of the soil. So if you don't take care of the soil, the tree, this tree is not native to here. So normally doesn't grow in this type of soil. So if you want it to grow, you need to give it the microbes and the bacteria it needs to grow simple and look at it now it's it's got the greenery is coming up more and more it's feeling happier and happier. look at all this all that's new growth every time i come here it almost a third more growth you can't push it because it has a lot to do with the temperature and the weather too so it knows it's winter time it's saying it's a little warm for winter time ain't it but you'll see it's, by the springtime it'll just be glorious right nice and shady under here we won't have these things under here anymore we'll have a, a, a drip that'll take care of it okay Boss, I see you in there. So I'm trying to be a little bit creative with my 
art here, you know, my program here. So <laughs> this is better than the last time, you know, and this way I can, uh, I can um, show you what I've been doing throughout all these years. I got, I, I have about a thousand different uh, videos, uh, picture, millions and millions of pictures. Um, uh, by now, if, if, if you're watching the show live, then you know how to get here. Uh, I was going to say this is Catch-22 because if you're not watching it, you don't know how to get here. But uh, anyway, so I'm, I'm not giving out the numbers or anything because you already know how to get here. You're watching it. And if you're watching it uh, afterwards, then you're getting it through the podcast. Um, but if you want to call me, you know, the, the, the number is right up there on the website uh, for you to call, for you to dial and call me because you can still talk to me, I am, I am assuming. And that's what the show is all about. It's really about um, talking to me. Let me see if I can just come up with the, uh, oh, there, there's something on here. Let me see. Oh, Zoom. Yeah, Zoom, 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 Zoom. Come on, give it a try. I'm going to go to the to the website and pull out the radio sh- a show uh, <laughs> the phone, the phone numbers. Okay, so there it is right there. See, so you can call it 888-627-6008. Uh, you can call it directly. Uh, Three two three seven four 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 eight three one. I'm still assuming that that would still work for the system here. You know, uh, you can also just use Zoom. Um, Zoom is, uh, by the way, I found out that Zoom works on uh, the iPhone as a little Zoom app, which lets you to uh, listen and be in on the show as well. So th- this is going to be my uh, second part of my show. Uh, I, as I said, I, I'm 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 working on. Uh, doing uh, a few people have asked me about doing a workshop and so what i'm working on is doing a workshop based on the book uh, the don't panic it's organic book so what i'm going to do is i think there are uh i forget how many chapters there are but each chapter is going to be a workshop basically that's what i come down to i'm not sure if i'm going to do a workshop on a week every weekend you right or one workshop a month and stretch it out throughout the whole month in other words uh, the radio show is definitely part of the workshop uh, in that sense that, you know, lots of information comes through here, you know. Uh, but uh, I'm also going to have a separate workshop where you can uh, uh, probably do it uh, uh, in the uh, – I haven't figured out the time scale yet. I'm so, I don't think I'm going to do it before or after the, this radio show. That makes for a long day for me. I don't want to do it on a Sunday. So I'm thinking I'm, th- I'm doing it uh, – uh, throughout the weekday, the, when we do the live workshop, right? There should be a live workshop. I might even do something on a daily basis or every other day base, base or a couple of times a week. or We'll see because it's especially since people are at home, this is taking good advantage of the time to be home and, and uh, learn how to grow your own food. So I'm working. I'm going to work out the details. Uh, so sometime in April, I'll be able to tell you guys when I'm doing the workshop. Uh, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to attend it to a, a live version of it because the workshop is also taped and then you, you can get it in your podcast. So it's, it, it, it's actually easier to get it in your podcast and watch, watch the show. Uh, but if you, you know, if you want to call and be on the air and, and, and have a specific issue to talk about, then we can set a date and we'll, we can do a show that way. Basically, you, know, you call me, you won't be on the air, but your voice will be, and we can talk about it. And if I know in advance what you're uh, calling about, I can sort of prepare the show, if you know what I mean, right? Okay, so here's the second part of the show for you. Enjoy.
Once upon a time, there was a man. He dreamed of meeting the soil. Andy Lopez, Invisible Gardener. Let me show you what we're feeding these trees today. It's called rock dust. So we have asomite, and uh, it's called garden pearls, but it's really called gypsum, as well as uh, a variety of other stuff, which I have already blended before I got here. Oak tree. Uh, we sprinkle it lightly around the base of the oak tree. Now this particular, uh, I'm just going to read it for you because it, some people who are uh, not in the, uh, you know, not getting the video of it, won't be able to see it. But the other things that is made of is agrimen rock dust, is made from glacial rock dust, colloidal rock dust, soft phosphates, uh, which is a form of rock dust, from, is made with C90, which I talked about and I explained to you before that has 90 different trace minerals, basically ancient salt mines. It's made from elemental sulfur. And it has sulpomag, a sulfur, potassium, and magnesium in it. Tree. Uh, we sprinkle it lightly around the base of the oak tree. We put it around everywhere on the property. This is the time of year for it. Here I am looking to make sure we don't have any bark beetles. You always want to do inspections. These trees are getting fed uh, the rock dust blend. There's several different types of rock dust which I blend together as well as uh, other varieties, sources of minerals. Uh, and you want to also add the, the microbial life to it. So everybody here is getting it. It's totally 100% organic property. Uh, the, spring, the late fall, spring is one of the best times to apply the rock dust blend. You want to get a blend so that you have a wide variety of trace minerals. You can see we, the oak trees are doing wonderful. Uh, we have to make sure the gardeners don't overwater. It's always a problem. Sorry. This one here, for example, was getting overwatered because the the plants above it. Uh, and we put it on the lawn, the rock toss on the lawn. I like to use the pelletized version. It makes it easier to apply and it does break down really nice. As you see, it works really well on the lawns. It works really well on your roses, your fruit trees, uh, and anything you apply now will be available in the spring. So you have to go through the winter time to, to start to break down. Some of the things will be available in the spring, some more in the summertime. It, it takes a good year for it to break, up, break down, provided you have the natural bacteria and the microbial life needed for that. 
These are also some pines, pines, logwoods, and various different types of trees out here. Uh, as long as they don't get overwatered and they have their microbial uh, mixture to them, you, you can see it works. You'll love it. Okay, so here's some more trees that I fertilized with my organic um, rock dust mixture. These are some trees here, you see the pine trees, and they're all doing really well. Just have to make sure that they don't get all the water. Okay, so that's it for today. I'll be back again. Happy growing again, of course. Bye now. Another thing. <laughs> Sorry about that. Okay, so this is uh, going to be uh, EcoCat coming up now. I started EcoCat a few years ago. I created all these little creatures. Originally, I was doing it, I guess I still am doing it for kids. But I'm a kid at heart myself, and I'm, I'm going to get better at this. So uh, here's EcoCat. It's called Andy EcoCat. Okay. Hello. Hi, this is Andy EcoCat. I'm here to uh, talk to you today. A little... He has a, a two different color eyes because he he ate, he's he's a uh, a drug addict. He's into the catnip. Don't tell him I said that. A bit about toxins in your food. Recently, I had my blood tested for food allergies. Uh, we we should all test ourselves once a year for food allergies. Seems like a good idea, right? But here's what I found that is interesting. While these folks are on the right path of food allergies, they seem to be missing a very important factor in why the body starts to get allergic reactions to certain foods we're eating in the first place. Testing oh, over here, yeah, testing your body for what you're Testing your blood for what your body has deemed toxic is an excellent idea, but ignoring what the body's really reacting to is not. So let me explain how this support is this supposed to work. The body decides, over here, <laughs> the body decides that a certain food, say corn, is now toxic to you, and it reacts accordingly. If you keep eating the corn, the, the body will keep doing what it has to do to protect itself. This actually leads to many other health problems, which I understand why. But the logic here is to simply stop eating that food and eat something else. Or okay, that will solve the problem, I guess, if you have to give up, say, corn forever. But we'll only substitute one problem for another. If we are not eating, uh, dealing with the cost, and not, if we are dealing with the cost and not the effect, the effect is our bodies reacting this way? The cause is not the food, but the toxins in the food, my opinion. Oh, I won't get into trouble, you know, you know how it is. So, you are just replacing one toxin with another. The body will eventually start reacting to that. 
Another thing I see is that if, body decide, if the body decides that, say, corn is bad, then all corn would be bad to this body, even if that corn was organically grown without chemicals. And change the page. And is full of nutrition, and it was grown in your backyard. Um, I call it the Pavlov effect. Ring the bell every time you eat a bad corn, it will be it will it will ring when you eat a good corn too. Or actually, maybe ring the bell if you eat a good corn. Ring the bell if you eat a bad corn. It's all be the same. Corn is especially bad since it is of the GMO variety, which is a special super duper high fructose. If you eat this sugar, if you eat this, you will die. Sugar. Corn is one of the items that it says I am allergic to, and I can understand why. It is really simple because these last few months, my wife and I really wanted corn, and since no organic corn was found, was found. Gee, I wonder why. Think cross pollination. Any organic corn field where anywhere near GEO will end up the same, GEO. And we uh, were starting to buy the locally grown food even though it was not organic. And so yes, it will affect me. I bet I can eat a, a real organic, organically grown corn that has no toxins and my body will still react, think the bell. I believe I can untrain my body, but that is another story. So this got me thinking and there are some results of that thinking. Uh, we are eating more and more toxins than ever before. Even certified organic produce is being polluted. The word natural no longer means safe and natural. Almost all products that say natural will have the high fructose GEO corn fructose as well as whatever GEO they can make. make. See the Bayer buys Monsanto. Uh, look, I fell for it. I was eating natural foods and thinking they were what it says. And, and now you know that it's not. Toxins are entering the bloodstream through the air, the soil, the food, the water. Certified organic produce are being grown close to fields of conventional chemically grown foods. They, they are contaminated by worker equipment. They are being contaminated by shipping. Did you know that even if it's organic grown, it must be, be treated with chemicals before entering the United States? If it's grown outside the United States? Organic produce is being contaminated in storage. Put a freshly sprayed chemically grown pesticide in the same container with a clean vegetable and test before and test after, and what do you get? Then organically and chemically grown are both placed next to each other in the stores. Seriously, right? Not to mention that companies are outright lying to you just, or just plain fooling you. Many products that say non-GMO and you buy it thinking it's safe, not really, is being grown with whatever chemicals they were using before. It's not organic. It, is not to, it does not say certify organic. If it doesn't say certify organic, don't buy it. By the way, all certified products by law has to be GMO, actually GEO, free. Nature, natural does not mean it is free of GMO or free of pesticides or whatever. When, when I think is a great idea to test while I think is a great idea to test for food allergies, you should also not fall for it if they tell you that your body doesn't know when it's organic food you're eating. I believe they 
that you are being lied to, the food, not the doctors, into thinking that certain food is bad for it when it in reality is a toxin in the food that you that you are reacting to. So I would also take a toxin test and see if any other toxins are found in my blood and I, I see no reason to think that my blood is toxic free. I, I'm not going to have my blood test and, go, and the doctor say, oh my God, you should be dead by now. The bottom line is that we have to take more action on our part and tell the business world that toxins are bad and we want to live in a world with less toxins and not more, especially in our food water, air, oceans. We, we can do this, but we have to start at home, in our gardens. Tell folks like Trader Joe's, Whole Foods, Lassen's, PC Greens, to name a few, that we do not want conventionally grown produce, but only want safe organic foods and products. Tell them that we read labels. We know that labeling something like a name with organic, like organic green, that we, that we'll, we will think is organically grown too, and it's not. We know the difference. Let's see, where was it? Oh yeah. Pest control companies are changing their names to sound like they're green and organic, but they're not. Don't be fooled. Read ingredients before you eat. Any questions, send it to Lopez at invisiblegardener.com. Mention EcoCat in the subject, and I'll get, I will get back with you. Thank you very much. Happy growing organically, of course. And now for some uh, music. Yes. Bye. <laughs> okay, yeah, well, my music uh, stay tuned for the, the second show it's called a cosmic spaceship you're going to have to uh, hang up go back to the website click you know go back to it says radio show and then it'll say cosmic spaceship or you can uh, go from the 
where you're at now, which is the uh, Don't Panic, It's Organic page on the bbsradio.com. So it's bbsradio.com forward slash Don't Panic, It's Organic. And you, all you have to do is delete the Don't Panic, It's Organic part and go to Cosmic Spaceship and click on Return. And then it you know, brings you to the, to the page. <laughs> I wish it was an easier way, but there really isn't because it's like two stations. I'm one of those people that two different shows. I'm doing two separate different shows on two different stations there. The station one and station two, or maybe station two or station one. Anyway, so that's how you can listen to my show. And that'd be a cosmic spaceship. And I'll be coming on right after this show. And what I want to do in this show is I want to uh, help you to grow and uh, uh, organically, right? And, and show you how you can have the best fruit and the best vegetables. And at the same time, help you deal with the, the bugs and the pests. And the way I've learned to deal with the bugs and the pests is how I want what I want to show to you because it's very very different. Now this is some pictures I have. I'm going to be showing you pictures of different things that I've been doing for a long time. Uh, I got I get this uh let me see I get this uh compost from Dr. Earth. I also get the fertilizer, uh, and it's a wonderful wonderful product, ma- mainly because it has a wide range of beneficial soil microbes in it. They have mycorrhiza. Uh, two, two different sources of mycorrhiza in here. Uh, this is just a, a picture of the back of this particular all-purpose compost. And it shows you uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten different types of mycorrhiza alone uh, in it. Maybe it's, uh, no, wait, 20. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, 20. There's 10. It's 20 I'm showing right there on the, on the, on the back of the screen. And you also have uh, at least one, two, uh, five different bacteria beneficial uh, bacteria for for the soil. And putting these together, and this is a thing that we want to be adding to the soil at times. See, I, in the past, I've had to actually buy all these th- different things separately, right? Buy them, and it, costs, it still costs a lot of money to buy them separately. Uh, but now I also buy them this way, and it costs a lot less to buy it in the bag, right? Already already bagged for me. And this is the, uh, the, the soft rock phosphate. It says the naturally occurring unacidified soft rock, soft phosphate mineral with colloidal clay in it. And this stuff here is, uh, not, it just has a three numbers on zero three zero, but it also has a variety of other, but what, what I like about it is the calcium. I think it says 15%, 18% calcium. So it's only 3% of the available phosphate, but it's 18% calcium. Whenever you can get a source of calcium at that rate, Go for it. I think we're moving. This is a, a picture of a uh, of a of a. Uh, I forgot the name of it already. It's always. Uh, it's, it's, I remember this morning when I when I put the picture up here uh, because it's a uh, crepe myrtle. So on the way to uh, Ojai. Uh, this is where the pictures that, were, that I showed you earlier were done from. I, I saw this crepe myrtle in the middle of this field all by itself, right? It's a beautiful reddish color. Nothing, Nobody feeds it. Nobody fertilizes it. Nobody does anything to it. So I stopped and took some pictures of it. Absolutely beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. I would like to see more crepe myrtles around because they're, so, they're, they're high- uh, tolerant to the uh, to the wind, they're tolerant to the sun, and of course they don't need a lot of water. It's called a crepe myrtle. 
put one in your yard. I think you'll love it. Unfortunately, you can't really eat it. That's the only thing about it. I wonder if you could eat the flowers. So here's a uh, a video of of me uh, spraying. I do a foliar spraying. I spray the trees. I spray. This is a stone pine tree I'm spraying in Malibu. So it's a foliar spray. Everything I'm spraying there has a super seaweed in it, the microbiological activator. I don't use any fertilizers. Mainly what I'm spraying is always some type of mineral, some type of bacteria or microbe. This is a special sprayer. It's called an arborist sprayer. It has a over a, 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 I think it's a 700 PSI, 800 PSI. It can shoot up above the heights of the trees. And then uh, this is a t- this is a time with with what's going on at home for you all to be growing. Uh, the vegetables you can get up growing within thirty days. You can have vegetables and to eat. Uh, the fruit trees, however, uh, it's going to take you. You know, if you start, if you just plant something now, it's going to take you six months to a year before you start getting fruit. So the sooner you get started on the vegetable uh, fruit trees, the better. This avocado picture of an avocado here. This is a, 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 a native ground covers that I've set up for the customer here uh, that would protect water. Eventually, uh, there was really nothing growing here before. And there, there's fig trees here, all kinds of uh, fruit trees uh, growing. It uses very little water. Dark screen right now. I don't see anything. <laughs> I, I don't see nothing here. So let's see what happens. Oh, okay. So. What happens to pictures? Here's another picture of a, of a uh, fig tree. Uh, and this is some uh, videos I put together. Yeah, that was fast, wasn't it? I like it. That's me working in the in uh, in, the, in the yard. Here I am, Ian, playing with my nose. Oh, are we on? Oh. <laughs> that was awful. I didn't. I didn't know I put that in there. <laughs> Who did that? Okay, go. You have to take call. Go, 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 go. You know, we're enough to win the dust. So what I have in mind to do with the workshop, uh, as for the cost, all I want you to do is buy the book because you're going to need the book as a manual. That's the printed version. Now, as uh, right now, membership is free. Uh, it, 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 normally, membership was $55. What happens was you get the $20 book, uh, and then you have to, you know, it, it, uh, and then you get the, 
uh, shipping included in that, then you then you get the membership. The membership is normally twenty dollars a lifetime. It's a digital membership. That means you get everything in a digital format. Uh, but I, I started. Uh, I changed it for the time being. Made it free. This way, I can get more people in, help more people, get more people involved in what's what's going on with with their life and growing. And so that. So what I want to do for the workshop because I'm getting a lot of calls people want me to start giving an online workshop is to do is to get so if you're a member you already have the book so to speak because you have the pdf version of it as a member you have you get uh all my books i have 21 books up there their own pdf format the printed version is 20 bucks okay so that's what i want you to get if you buy the buy the printed version because you're going to need a printed version to work to be able to write on it to do stuff like your note, notebook that you need to, your workbook that you need for the workshop. Uh, if you don't, if you use a PDF version, you can't really write on it. You're going to have to write on a separate notebook. Yes, you create your, another notebook for do. So that's what I'm thinking of doing. It's just charging you. And, so it, it, and if you have already bought the book, all you have to do is send me a picture uh, of the of the first page of the book, which you know tells me the version of it and when it was printed and everything. And if you already bought the book from Amazon. Uh, you, you, you'll, you'll have, once you get the book, you, uh, you have the printed version of it you know, to, that you can make, take a picture for me also. Uh, so that's what, that's what I'm thinking of doing. If you have the book, then you, you automatically get the workshop free. If you're a member, you automatically get the workshop free. Uh, and if, as a member, you can decide to either buy the book or not because you, you can, don't need to book. You already have the PDF version of it. And of course, if you buy the book, if you either come to my website, visiblegardener.com, and buy the book, or you go to amazon.com and buy the book. Either way, when you get the book, uh, well, well, when you do it, when you buy from Amazon and you get the book, then take a picture of the uh, first page of the book and email me that. Uh, if you're if you're a member, if you buy the a book from my website, uh, you're automatically going to get a free membership, which means automatically gets the workshop free. See what I'm saying? So, uh, <laughs> for you folks that are not getting the video, you really should uh actually watch the video because he's listening to the audio version you're missing out on the big part of the of the show in terms of what you can see uh, i have i did some artwork so this is called the heal the ocean and then i, I put my phone number out there as an ad okay <laughs> if you want to call me and talk to me uh this is the uh, super seaweed now i have a, a sale i have a product called invisible gardeners um uh Grower's kit. And so the grower's kit basically is a quart of the super seaweed and five pounds of the rock dust blend. I'm sorry, I'm sneezing. This is what the book is called. Don't panic, it's organic. We have a 
little bit of time left. We're going to be going soon. Thank you very much for listening to my show or watching my show. This is like the ending of it here. I think we've got another minute or so. So we'll just play this until uh, the show runs out. Thank you very much for listening to my, watching my show. This is Andy Lopez and Crystal Garden. Bye now. Be safe.